Come on. Well, I'm this is George G and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Keith Clark. Keith, are you ready to do this? I'm ready to go. Thank you. All right, let's go. Keith is a retirement industry expert. He's the managing partner of DWC. They are the 401k experts. Keith, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Excellent. So we have 20 minutes. So the show, I'll bring that down to about 30 seconds, make it a little bit more fun. Uh, I'll start on the fun side. Love to run, love to bike. Uh, I got When I graduated from the University of Minnesota, way back when, 401ks were just starting. Nobody knew, knew what they were at the time. In fact, only actuaries were doing the work. So when I was going to go to grad school, uh, but, but I said, yeah, I'm going to interview with two or three of the top firms. Fell in love with a company that offered, uh, they said they're very very difficult to get a job with. And if you got a job there, you had uh, free lunch, free dinner. Hmm. So coming out of college, that's the route I went. So I started <laughs> Hewitt way back when, only two or three buildings, and then ended up being one of the top five uh, consulting firms worldwide. So I've been in the 401k business almost from day one. And I, when folks ask me uh, what I do, it's a little easier to tell them today than way back when, because you don't want to say you work in the 401k industry. It's um, it's just a wonderful industry to be in. So from that, that perspective, um, I spent the first 10, 12 years of my career just working up in the industry, working on all components. And many of my friends kept coming up and saying, hey, you got to write a book. I mean, you're awesome to hear it at, uh, at, at speaking gigs. You should start your own firm. So I talked to my parents. My parents said, you should never start your own firm. There's no <laughs> way you don't know what's going to happen. They're just all they're all nervous about the next paycheck. Me, on the other hand, I, we started this business with Doug Hafer, who's a fantastic individual. Um, he, he also is the University of Minnesota. He's the football player. I'm the track guy. He just said, we got to go after it, control our destiny. And the really cool thing when we started our business is um, we, we just went after it. I mean, when you start in day one, it is the scariest day. You're super excited. You can't sleep for the first day, first few weeks, because you're all excited about the, the business but then you have to bring in clients. So without clients, that, that excitement starts going down, so you're hitting the phones. And in, in Doug's case, in my case, we had plenty of clients at our previous gigs, but we had non-competes. So we, we really had to hit the phones. And once we started getting a few clients, things really, uh, really escalated from there. So when we started a consulting firm, it was really a consulting firm in the industry, really turnaround experts. And today we, um, we branched off and, we had a chance to chat uh, before this. We, we decided to start a consulting firm because two of our recurring consulting clients, we kept telling them, you're not really doing a good job in your compliance services on the 401k side. So they said, Keith, you, you know this stuff. Why don't you do it for us? Uh, so Doug and I said, yeah, let's do it. But we're going to be way different than the rest of the industry. And that has just exploded. Uh, when I say exploded, when you're different, and you get it, and, and clients and advisors see the differentiation, uh, it's wonderful. So we're in the 23rd year now, still growing. So I didn't go 20 minutes, and I went more in a minute, but there's a little mm-hmm, bit of the story mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm, perfect. No, I appreciate that. So you, you, you talk about how you run a consulting firm, you're in the 401k space. 
what do you really do? Do you make 401ks easy for businesses so they can offer it so people can yeah. save money? Do you think about you are helping people to save for retirement? How how do you think about the work you're really doing? I, again, that's, that's a great question. See, you obviously have a knowledge of the, of the industry and the, the way you ended that, so we love it. We're not out there to save the world. We're not out there to say, hey, if you, if you hire us, you have a better chance to reach a realistic retirement goals. We're the folks behind the scenes. So most uh, companies that have a 401k plan, they, they have a phone number they can call in their call center or they can log on to get their uh, account information. That's not us. So we're not on the cool side. We're that <laughs> firm that creates the legal documents. We're the firm that performs the compliance test. Some of them are easy, some are difficult, but our role is really to make sure our plan sponsors are compliant. So the... Um, at the end of the day, we have folks here that uh, love math and they love legal documents and enjoy communication. So we're the nitty gritty folks. We're the ones behind the scenes. Easiest way to say it. You go to a baseball game, you don't go to there to watch the umpire. So with us, you really don't want to talk to us because if we find something, that is the worst call. Sometimes we get blamed and it's not us. I mean, just this morning, we had, uh, we had to resign from a client because they weren't uh, making their 401k deposits timely. Warning after warning, say, hey, you can get arrested for this. Finally, we just say, if you're not going to do it, we're resigning. That's kind of an extreme example, but that's the compliance stuff we deal with. And you know, we have uh, 55 folks there that love the compliance side. Why are 401ks so complicated? Oh, well, we can thank the government for that. I mean, we've all, we've all filed our own individual taxes. That's not easy. Uh, it goes back to the, to the mid-80s. When 401k plans, uh, they were just starting, most companies had to find benefit plans, so you had a guaranteed benefit. A participant didn't have to put any money in. The company just said, hey, you've got to find benefit plan. When you retire, you're going to get a nice check uh, monthly, quarterly, or annually. So that's easy to explain. So when the 401ks came about, what the government said is, hey, wait a second here. We're going to put these in place. We've got to make sure every employee or every participant in the, participant in the plan is accounted for fairly. So when I say that, the government is thinking, wait a second, we don't want these owners to have this great tax advantage to defer money into the plan, and then the rest of the folks don't, don't really get that much of a benefit, especially in the profit sharing and company contribution side. So that's why we have a bunch of fun tests out there, and I can rattle off some names to scare everybody, but covers testing ADP top heavy. The bottom line is, the government's saying, we gotta make sure this benefits everybody in the company, all the participants. So it actually is a good thing that they do that and it works. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So it's been a, it's an interesting transition. And I don't know if interesting is, is a euphemism from your traditional pension plan to now I'm totally responsible for saving all the money that I will eventually have, hopefully for, for retirement and to protect people. We need a little bit of complexity and rules to make sure that the the company, the owners of the company aren't just putting money in the plan for themselves and not for the employees. So I totally get that. And sometimes I think that the perceived complexity of it prevents business owners from starting 401k plans. What do you say to that? Um, that's spot on again. Um, trying not to go too much in the details. The government's getting better on offering uh, tax advantages to start a 401k plan. 
a smaller company, there's several states that are requiring companies either have a 401k plan or join their their state mandated plan. And those are essentially Roth Roth IRA accounts. From a cost perspective, you get a you get a tax deduction for the first two years. It's not a lot, but at the end of the day, um, it's really not that much. Uh, from a perspective of the overall compensation and benefits, if you hire the right service providers, I would tell any small company or medium-sized company, your, your most important hire is probably your investment advisor because they get it. They're going to be the ones that are selling the plan to your participants and communicating. They're the ones that are going to help you put together the investment menu to make it easier. What, what a lot of the direction you're going is it, it costs something. It seems complex. And I really don't want to deal with these payrolls. Well, if you go backwards on those with technology today, it's so much easier to operate a 401k plan with these service providers than it did five, 10, 20 years ago. And then from a cost perspective, uh, we have clients that actually ask us, can I pay for the services out of pocket or should I just charge the fees to the participants? So that's one way to, to lower the cost. I'm not a big fan of clients loading all the expenses onto the uh, participants because that obviously takes away the return. So I would say it's about 25% of clients that will actually write the check uh, out of pocket and they get a tax deduction for that as well. So any, if, if I'm a small company, the first thing I would look at from a compensation benefits perspective is my, my healthcare plan and then the 401k. Because right now we're in a labor market, it's tough to hire folks. And there's uh, firms like us, we're in the business. My goal every year, and I, I have a, uh, a note right here, I want to get 10% profit sharing for our firm every year. So in the last uh, 15 years, we've averaged anywhere from eight to a 13% profit sharing, which is a really cool benefit because now I've got a retention factor. And obviously for those that are in the 401k plan, when you have a profit sharing contribution, if you're, you're providing a profit sharing contribution of $5,000, I can best that over time. I can graduate in six years or I can do a cliff year in three. So if the person leaves, they're not going to take all that money with them. So that, that's kind of a long answer. I would I would tell plan sponsors that are considering this: find an advisor, find a firm like me. Let us run a plan design projection so we can tell you what the benefits are to the owners, to the participants, and your actual cost from a company contribution perspective and/or administration. At the end of the day, it it really isn't that much. Sorry for the long answer. No, not at all. I, I think that the, it's. I think it's such an important thing. I I know how important it is. When you read stats like half of American employees don't have a four hundred one k plan at the company that they're yeah. working at, and the government is working to incentivize companies through tax rebates or, or credits yep. to put four hundred one k plans in place, the more we can reduce friction or roadblocks from that. And I really view the complexity as an unnecessarily an unnecessary roadblock. Yes, 401k plan is complex, but it's far from insurmountable. And so working right. with a firm like yours who has experience and processes for helping a business owner to implement and actually manage the plan safely, effectively, and to the point where it's not an incredible headache, I think that's the key. Yeah, you got to make it easy. That's why hire a finance, uh, hire a uh, investment advisor, someone who gets the business, knows the industry, knows the service providers like us. If we're not making it easy for the plan sponsor, they're going to hate the plan. But if you get the right folks, 
it, it, it's really easy, and then and it's rewarding for the uh, for the plan sponsor and the participants. I've said for a long time, there is a value for your HR dollar, and that that's twofold. One, it's it's the benefits you're providing, but it's also it, it's the cost of your service providers. It's funny. Yesterday, we were, again, we were talking beforehand. I, I was on the TD Ameritrade show, and they were talking about the impact of uh, this volatile stock market. And I go way back. It, what's really hot right now, it, the popular press is focused on the volatile markets, which is scaring 401k participants. Well, that's the last thing we want to do is 401k participants, they don't know investments like we do. In fact, it's kind of a scary thing out there. So when the markets are going down, I used to say back in the 80s and 90s, all you had to do is watch what 401k participants are doing. When they're selling, you should be buying. When they're buying, you should be selling. So they're all, they're always missing that because they're following with the popular press that that scare piece. So it, it, as part of the interview yesterday, make sure that the plan sponsor investment advisor you get the message to the uh, participants. This this is a long term game. Stick with your plan. Review your plan. If you have any questions, call your advisor or call your record keeping service provider. They usually they'll they'll provide the insight and can answer your questions. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the money market rates because they've been zero for so long or almost below zero. And now they start rashing it up and that gets to three, four, 5%, not saying it's going to get there, but when they do, that's where a lot of 401k participants go because you can get three to 5%. That, that's kind of easier for them than going to the equity markets and playing that, uh, ooh, that 10% annualized game. Yeah, I appreciate that. And there's so much complexity just everywhere. When you talk about the stock market, it's scary. And frankly, I mean, I think that the majority of us ordinary investors, I, I certainly consider myself to be that as well, even though I work in the work in the financial industry, we're just trying to figure out, you know, how much I need to be saving and get my budget together yeah. so I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. And oh my goodness, now I need to actually invest in the stock market and I'm totally responsible for this. Well, the easier that things can be made, um, I think that that's how we really position people, myself included, again, uh, for success on things. So, how do you how do you think about um, or are are you excited about just to kind of change gears um, the the student loan provisions that have been uh, kicked around or, 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 or talked about? Not exciting. <laughs> it's. I don't know if you're talking about the government writing those off or the component of the 401k plan. That's not easy for plan sponsors. What's easy is seller deferrals, uploading the record keeper, done. Now bringing in a student loan component, whew, now you have another outside party. Back in the, if you go back 15 years ago, 20 years ago, the hot, the hot thing was you can, have, you can take a loan out, which obviously is a nice feature for 401k plan, but the hot thing was we're going to give participants credit cards. And thank goodness that didn't go through, but I was with a company that was one of the initiators. And at the time, Ugh. I thought it was pretty cool, but it's an administrative nightmare. So I like the idea of the student loan component uh, with the 401k. It's just an administrative nightmare. And when when I hear that, that makes me nervous because that, if that gets messed up, then you have um, the potential IRS or the DOL audits, and they're going to say, wait a second, you're not doing this right. And then you get a slap on the hand. Hopefully, you don't want to get the big fines and penalties. So I, Yes, I like it, but oftentimes the government, when they put items in place, if it's not administratively feasible, it's not going to go anywhere. 
Yeah, that's that's a it's a really good point. Adding additional complexity to an already complex thing is not necessarily a winning yeah. formula. <laughs> yeah. How can we fix all this complexity with more complexity? Yeah. What do you wish? Uh, and certainly, it yes, having a health insurance, uh, health care provided, and then a four hundred one k from a recruiting and a retention standpoint are. I consider those to be sort of must-haves. What do you wish, uh, or if you could wave a magic wand, more plan sponsors knew about 401ks? Or when I say plan sponsors, companies. Well, that um, I like that question. Um, you know, we work with a lot of clients. There are, I would say, 20, 30% that are that really get it is a key component of their their total comp and benefits package. I would say another fifty uh, percent they're doing it with you just said, hey, I got to do it here because it's it's kind of a competitive thing. And then there's that twenty percent that kind of doing it because I thought it was the right thing or I'm just doing it for the owners. I would my message to plan sponsors is in this tight labor market. There's not a lot of differentiators beyond the compensation. And you and I know this, uh, when folks are looking, they're often just looking at this number here, how much am I going to get paid? I would, I would encourage plan sponsors, if, if the budget allows, leverage a strong profit sharing, leverage a strong company match, because that does help retention. And that is a differentiator. If, I, if I'm making up numbers, whether it's a 50,000 comp or 80, 100,000 comp, well, if I'm if I'm looking at the if I'm looking at somebody at ninety thousand, or if I have a chance to go someplace for ninety thousand or hundred thousand, but the hundred thousand is just a hundred thousand, I don't know if I'm gonna get a bonus, but over here, if I get a profit sharing of eight to ten percent, if I get a strong company match close to that, and I get great PTO and I get great health coverage. Well, wait a second, now this ninety is a hundred and ten. So it's really that total compensation benefits package. So I would encourage plan sponsors to really look at their compensation benefits package, especially in these times. And, and all of us are hiring and we, we don't fall for the game. And somebody says, I've got to get this. We don't alter our compensation just for the individual because that's going to throw everything we have off internally. So a lot of companies, we're, we're probably going through a reset now for two reasons. One, the labor market issues which is the last two years. So comp has moved up a little bit. But the tough thing we're all facing as companies and plan sponsors is inflation because we're going to have to increase our prices and obviously, we're going to have to increase compensation as well. So that was another long answer. Focus on your total compensation benefits package. Just don't look at the shiny object. I got to pay this X amount. That's where we're going to get the person in. Because that really doesn't tie into culture. This compensation benefits package is a big part of culture. Love it. It's extremely possible. I just stepped on your difference-making tip. But Keith, people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I would say from uh, an individual perspective, and we have a lot of things internal. I have a lot of things internally. Um, I, I focus on three things. Positive energy beats positive energy. Make everyone around you look good. And I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it's easy to get frustrated a teammate or a client or a service partner. Just make everyone around you look good. And in those, in those tough situations, obviously they're easier. And the last item is, You've got to be excellent and do today's work today. And you do that in your family life, your work life. Things work out pretty well. So that's my all-encompassing tip for the day. 
Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Keith, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and DWC? Pretty easy to find us, dwc401k.com. And you can also send me an email. If you go to the site, you can just click on my name and you'll be able to find me. If you have any questions on 401ks, love to have you. We do say we're the 401k experts, so thank you for putting that advertisement on the front end. We love this stuff. So if you're a plan sponsor, if you think of starting a company, or if you want to start working in this industry, you know how to find me. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Keith your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to dwc401k.com and check out the great resources. And if you are curious about getting into the business of the industry, ping Keith about that as well. Thanks again, Keith. Thank you. Have a great day. And until next time, keep fighting the good fights. We are all in this together.